Wilson has been hit 18 times today. Fourth and eight. Wilson throws on the run, and it is intercepted by Terrence Mitchell. He takes a knee, and that will do it. It only took 10 weeks, and it's not a good answer, but we may have found one that's as close to explaining that as we've gotten so far this season. It's Team Talk, ESPN Radio 1017. The team, Sam Hauser with you here till 7. Scott Galetti's going to hop on in about an hour, and one of just many, many voices that you're going to hear over the course of the show today. We are stacked for the next three hours. Lobo men's basketball coach Richard Patino actually going to join us here in about 10 minutes as well. And that being said, this is not the place that I was expecting to start the show today. We are going to continue some of the conversation from yesterday, talking about an exciting win at SMU for Lobo men's basketball, and we will still do that with Coach Patino here in about 10 minutes, but this is not where I was expecting to start the show today, and that's honestly my favorite part about all this, about doing sports radio, is you just roll with it. Something comes up, it's funny, not to certain people, but on the outside it's kind of funny. And honestly, at this point, if you don't laugh, you'll cry. I'll get to it in a second. But it's a real problem because it's a real problem. Things are supposed to be somewhat buttoned up in the NFL among coaches and quarterbacks by as we're getting ready for week 11 of the NFL regular season. But this is also the best explanation I've heard as far as what's going on in Denver with the Broncos and with that offense. This was earlier today. This comes from Tyler Columbus. Broncos Insider on 92.5 Altitude Sports Radio in Denver. Probably over the last two, three weeks, you've had Russell Wilson and Nathaniel Hackett have their first real marital problems, uh, disagreements on on the philosophy of the offense, uh, and there's so, there's been some behind-the-scenes conversations about those disagreements, about how they should be calling plays. More concerning to me, though... And I haven't told this on air yet uh, because I've been, I've, been, I've been trying to get a couple people to tell me it just to make sure I felt good about it. And I've had a couple people tell me it now and I feel good about it. I don't feel good about it. I feel confident. <laughs> Russell is losing his mind out there. He's losing his mind. He, he's at the line of scrimmage using audibles from, from the Seahawks. The guys don't oh. know what the audibles are. I, I mean, he, he's using code words. The, the guys don't know what the code words from are. The last offense. And, and they're coming back to the huddle and they're like, dude, what are, you, what are you saying up there? We don't know what the play, we don't know what that is. So again, I mean, it's not a good explanation, but it's the closest one that we've had so far because nobody understands what's going on. I mean, we've seen the different sides of Russell Wilson, the personality to this point, but there's nothing that we have to go off of as far as precedent or anything to point at in the NFL that says, yeah, you know what, this precipitous drop-off this quickly kind of makes sense. We kind of saw this coming, and here it is. I mean, there, there, there hasn't been any of that. It's still been more surprising than any than anything else. Now, now there there were people going in that were skeptical, that thought that Russell Wilson was a lot closer to the end than the beginning. I honestly thought that there was still something left in there of Russell Wilson, that things got a little bit stale in Seattle, which, again, they did because we found out that his teammates there didn't really like him either, and that it was a fresh start. Got a good group of players around you, group a good group of skill position guys. Obviously, that defense is still legit. Let's see what happens. But that's from a Broncos insider who, you know, he says he's confirmed it with a couple people around, you know, around that whole situation that Russell Wilson 
is using terminology from Seattle. He's using Seattle's terminology in Denver. And guys obviously don't, you know, some of that stuff you can kind of pick out little parts. I mean, some of that stuff from, from what people talk about, some of that stuff is kind of similar along the ways, but when you're in the middle of a game and you won't really have time to think about it. But I just want to know, I, 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 I don't doubt that it's true. I don't doubt that it's not true. Because again, it's been unbelievable to watch. It's been a disaster. So we talked about this on, on Monday when we do our, our red and green on Mondays. The Sunday recap of the NFL saw a stat over the weekend. If the Broncos just scored 18 points a game, which is not a lot to ask in the NFL, as good as these defenses are, 18 points a game, they would be 8-1 and one on the season if they just averaged 18 points a game. Because that defense, even without Vic Fangio there, that defense is still playing at a Vic Fangio level, but I just want to know how how we got here. I mean, it's unbelievable that that would happen in the first place. We were throwing up red flags in training camp about the Patriots because you have two co-offensive coordinators and Mac Jones doesn't know who to listen to. Their offense was a mess in training camp. We're getting week 11 of the regular season kicks off tonight, and we're just now hearing about this that this quarterback, who basically came in there thinking he was he was the new owner of the Denver Broncos, forget the Walmart family, Russell Wilson's acting like he owns that team. And we're finding out, getting ready for Week 11, that he's using Seattle terminology as opposed to Broncos terminology. And not only that, we're also finding out today that we're learning of this information. This is actually the best part of this. Because I really do feel for the guy. I really do feel for the situation that that spiraling out of control that he's in the middle of. But you and I found out this information the same day as Nathaniel Hackett. Come on, man. Come on, man. Nathaniel Hackett, the head coach of the Broncos, uh, at his media availability today acknowledging that this was the first that he was hearing about this. Not in training camp, not in the preseason, not in, well, I mean, Russell Wilson wouldn't play much in the preseason, but, it, you know, not in practices or joint practices or, I don't know, through the first 10 weeks of the regular season, the head coach of that team had no idea that his quarterback was using terminology from a different team. So it makes sense that this Denver offense is a is a discombobulated mess. And no answer as to why was really going to be a good answer. But you couldn't have given me a million guesses that an NFL team would be coordinating itself this way. Because we've talked a lot about, you know, Nathaniel Hackett gets off to this really tough start the first couple weeks of the season with some... Decisions about kicking it or going for it on fourth down and then not making sense with his explanation for why he did one or the other. Because co- being an NFL head coach is hard. I mean, harder than Jeff Saturday made it look. It's hard. So you got to give him a little bit of a, a little bit of a leeway there. But even at the very most basic aspect of this, if you want to say that a coach is using his first year. With the team, first-time head coach, first-time play caller, first year with the new team. If you want to say he's using that first year to establish himself, to establish a team identity, 
to establish, you know, the future of the franchise as as, as he envisions it. If you're still not winning along the way, it's not great, but you can at least say, okay, first year, first time head coach. So you, you you can at least start to explain some of that away. As long as you can see what they're working towards. But we we started getting into this probably a few weeks ago by now that there really wasn't much of an identity to that Denver offense. And again, through 10 weeks of the regular season, week 11 kicks off tonight. We learned today that Nathaniel Hackett learned the same day we did that his quarterback is using terminology from a team he no longer plays for, and they're no closer to really figuring out what they are on offense. This was Nathaniel Hackett. Coach, what would you say your offensive identity is right now? Uh, it's not uh, a good one. It's, it's, it hasn't been a very successful offense, and um, we have a lot of things that we want to get better at, and we want to be sure that we continue those opportunities for the guys and continue to uh, get better uh, options for the guys. And uh, for us right now, a lot of improvement to be able to gain that identity. Well, at least he was honest. Coach, what would you say your offensive identity is right now? Uh, it's not uh, a good one. I mean, I'm, just, I'm floored by this. This is why I had to start with this because this is unbelievable. I mean, this should be, this is breaking news. Over and over, this is breaking news. I mean, I look at this and I hear some of, I hear what Nathaniel Hackett's talking about. I hear this report out of the, at a 92.5 in Denver. Man, I'm a Jaguars fan. I'm not afraid to admit it. I laugh at them most Sundays. But I'm a Jaguars fan, and I'm looking at this like, really, guys? Be better. Because really, I, I mean, it doesn't get much worse than what that organization's been with Urban Meyer and all and some of their nonsense the last couple of years. But this is, this was supposed to be a new era of Broncos football. Not this way. This is not what we. This is not how this was supposed to look when we were all envisioning a new era of Broncos football. You bring in an offensive mind, Vic Fangio. We love you. You tried, didn't work. Drew Locke, baby bird. You got to leave the nest and fly to Seattle. New era, new quarterback, new ownership, new era of Broncos football. And it's Jack FM. I do what I want. It's unbelievable. I mean, some of it is because even though things have been, you know, a little bit ugly in Denver the last few years, you still think of that as one of the, you still think of that as one of the banner organizations in the NFL. Certainly, at least in this part of the country, all that history and everything that's still there. This might have been a worse investment than Twitter. I don't even know, man. I don't know where you go because I don't know where you go from here. You got to play a game, and we're going to get to this later on. Is you got to play a game, and your next and the next game for the Broncos against the Raiders. I can't wait.